The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We have a great show for you guys today. Before we get started, let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Oh, I'm, we're on the air. <laughs> we're on the air again. Oh my God, this never ends. The show just keeps every week another show, another. Show. I'm gonna kill myself one day right on the show. Hi, everybody. There you go. We got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Oh, there. He's my doing mic, the same my, thing. Same <laughs> thing. Oops, 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 same thing. There you go. Boring. Let me hit boring. my mute button. Boring. Hello, fellas. How you doing? We're doing fine. We're seated on our new beautiful white sofa. There's with too the black much glare. Background. Too much glare on the pictures. I know. We have yeah, I know. We that. have to get uh, glass that has no uh, no glare glass. Just but I want to talk about the pictures. Uh -huh. I have my dearest in the world friends on this wall, not just people who signed autograph photos for us. I don't go for that jazz. But behind me is the wonderful Jane Russell. Yeah. I thought that I was you for a second. That's my headshot. That's me in drag oh, as Jane. Oh, that is you. Okay. And then there's Blackwell, Mr. Blackwell, who is my sweetest, dearest, most loving friend in the world, my dearest friend. And Betty Davis, who I knew really quite well. She was a fun lady. And uh, Jane and I, again, you know, that's it. The Very rest cool. of the people we know are just acquaintances. But these were friends of mine. That's uh, not true. Well, we spoke on a daily basis, you know, and we, we hung out. We went to, out together. And we shared secrets, you know. That's what friends do. Ron's secrets I ever tell. That's a nice Actually, wall that, of fame. Yeah, that's right. I have, I have Brooke McCarter, though, on my side, who was a great friend of mine. We probably hung out, I don't know, once a month for five years. Uh, he was the star of The Lost Boys, one of the lost stars of The Lost Boys. And uh, Carmen Electra, she's not a great friend of mine, but I have been to five or six parties, and I did walk the red carpet with her at the MTV Awards. And Malcolm McDowell, who I've been to dinner with several times, dinner and lunch, so... Elton John's the only one that I've only worked with once. But hey, once is better than never. So what are you going to do? Nice. We got a chat room full of people, you guys. So we want to like say hi to everybody in the chat room. It looks like uh, Dave from Stars Now UK is here. Patricia Grant, Patricia Grant. What did you say, Chad? I said Dave. There you go, Dave. Uh, Jimmy, pick up your mic because when you lean forward, you look weird. Eileen Shapiro is in the chat room. Eileen, I thought you were at the dentist's office getting your... Uh, adjustments. <laughs> what? Getting your adjustments. <laughs> um, I, I, well, her dentist is really good with a drill, and he drills the bra straps on her bra and puts in other, you know, hooks. Of course, she has to really have some 
special equipment to hold up her boobs. Oh. I'm looking yeah, to they, see. they put metal rods in her bra straps to hold those babies up. You know, she keeps toppling over. I feel bad for the poor thing. She gets up in the morning and she falls on her face. They're so heavy. It sounds painful. Well, they have to hang weights in the back. So if you don't look at Eileen, you know, if she, when you're looking at her forward, she looks normal. If you see her from the back, you'll see from those bra straps are 30-pound weights on each strap. <clears throat> That's what gives her balance, buoyancy. Illy from Estonia is in the chat room. And I want to, like, give a special shout-out to Patricia Grant-Pat. She's at Cody Fans on Twitter, and she's also got a brand-new account. It's at Jimmy underscore Ron underscore fans. <laughs> cool. It's a Twitter account for uh, fans of the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell that Pat's running, and we want to thank her for setting it up. Uh, she's been promoting all kinds of stuff in all our past shows I and all kinds of I hate the word stuff. fans. I'd rather we say friends. I want you all to be my friends, not my fans. fans. Well, they're both. That's good. Well, fans, fans is like a word from the 1940s, and it had a different meaning. Today, fans means like, you know, I don't know what it means. No, friends, point. friends is nice. You got a good point. I, I have 2,000-something friends that like my work, and that's fine with me. More than 2,000. More than 2,000. Who the hell knows? He's not good with numbers, you guys. No, yeah. the numbers keep going up and up and up and up and up. Somebody <laughs> says the second to last picture of you is outstanding, which I don't know what that one is. The second? That's, the, that, that's the one of you in drag. As Jane, That's me in, in drag as Jane Russell years ago, which is starting to become a big thing among my friends or fans, if you wish. Um, they all, I said to them, listen, I'm, I'm old. You know, a man gets old just like a woman gets old. It's no difference. So if a man transforms into a woman and he's 77, he's going to look like a 77-year-old bitch trying to look 20. And what's more revolting than an old lady trying to look 20? An old lady at 77 should look gorgeous at 77, sort of like Sophia Loren looks or Laura Bacall did, my sweet Lauren. So many of the stars of yesteryear. So I said that I would go and drag again, just my face probably. I don't want to go to the clothes bit. And see what I look like as a 77-year-old Jane Russell. Now, Jane died at 89, and she was exquisite, which is in this picture here to my left. That picture of her in the turquoise top, she's 85 years old there, and she looked wonderful. So I thought I would portray Jane at, 80, at 77. And my show is called All About Jane. It starts off with me talking about her life, uh, where she's from, who she belongs to, where she was raised, what her religious feelings were, what her mother taught her, all the movie stars she encountered, Howard Hughes putting her in that movie where he exposed some cleavage and made her a superstar that everybody was fainting over her bust, which was only a 36B and nothing bigger. And back in those days, I guess, exposing a 36B was a big deal. Today, you have to have those fake things, you know, 99Zs. Now, Eileen Shapiro's got the real thing. But everybody, her 44 triple G xyz's are real so we, we should put her in a movie if howard used meta he would have but anyway uh we're, we're going to do this show and i want to do it for charity i want to raise money again for the causes that i believe in and howard one of them Mary. is uh anyway, oh shit what you're doing jimmy do well i'm trying to get this to well you, you're overrunning what i'm saying i'm not doing it on purpose <laughs> no i know that but stop it he's, he's bringing up a crap. monitor for you take it easy He's got to touch every damn thing. He's got like that. You know that <laughs> that disease that children have where children have to touch everything. They come in a room and they must sure. walk around and touch everything. Curious. 
What is it called? Curious. <laughs> no, not curious. It's called stupid. No, I'm trying to fix the chat room so I can see. I can't see and I can't see what's going on. Well, meanwhile, anyway, getting back to what I'm doing, I want to do it for charity, and I'm going to start doing it to raise money for the desert. Uh, AIDS Foundation here in Palm Springs. Uh, the Desert AIDS, uh, what is it called? There's a whole name, whatever. I'll get it right next week. They do so much for people that have AIDS. They give them food. They give them money for their drugs. They take care of them. They help them morally and mentally to be happy and alert, not to think of they're going to die because not too many die anymore from AIDS. We have the cocktail, which prevents it and stops you from you know, going forward with the disease. So I would like to do that again because I'm the founder of Have a Heart and I founded it years ago in New York City and I gave it away when I no longer could do it and Have a Heart today belongs to somebody new. But I raised hundreds of thousands of dollars with my drag show, other drag shows. Then I worked for the Elizabeth Taylor Foundation for AIDS Research here in California and we gave them a ton of money. Since AIDS is still around and it's still killing millions of children and people, not just gay people, but people, uh, I feel that I'd like to go back to work and raise some more money and give it to AIDS. And if I have any money left over, I want to give it to our local dog pound so they have enough money to feed all the puppies and doggies that nobody wants and they got rid of. And they're in the pound now, which they don't kill them. They, you know, put them up for adoption. So I figured those two good causes, you know, Jane would like it. She's up in heaven, and she would look down and say, Ron, yes, use my body, impersonate me. Uh, say whatever you like, because I trust you, and I know you won't harm me, which I never would, because I love and adore Jane Russell. I miss her every day. And my buddy, Mr. Blackwell, remember him? He wrote the 10 Worst Dress List. Anyway, Richard and I were dear friends, and they're all gone because they're old. Okay. So that's it. That's my long speech of the morning. All right, everybody. So listen up. First, we want to say hi to so many people in the chat room. Illy from Estonia. We have Dave from Stars Now UK. Hannah Clive is in the chat room uh, from the UK. Patrick Talbot is in the chat room. He's Ghostly Beard on Twitter. Um, Pat, don't change the fan thing. Keep it fans. I think that sounds cooler. And uh, oh, you know, Jimmy. And it's a lot of fun. Ego. And, I'm I'm sort of modest about certain things. Okay, but I never had fans. Even I know, I, but their friends follow you on Twitter, and your fans are no, following no, a fan account. When I count. was very famous in New York many years ago, like forty years ago, I was very famous as an entertainer, nightclub entertainer, stand-up comic as Jane Russell. I had a fan club, and I told them to change it to Ron's Friend Club. Okay. Anyway, well, we've fans already is got fans that. is okay. Whatever you want to call fans are fine. You're and Pat, we want to thank you for doing that because you didn't have to do that. It's so cool. We got a couple of yes, hundred followers thank already. You, thank you. Thank you. I and, love it. Uh, I love Goddess it. is in the chat room. My yes. dearest one, where are you? What's going on? I know nothing about you. You put crazy shit on Facebook. You write these beautiful things, and I don't know if you're going through a bad time, a broken heart. I mean, what's going on with the engagement that you're engaged for 37 years? Are we marrying this guy? Did we get rid of this guy? What's the deal? People want to know. Are you single? Are you looking? Answer all my questions, my 
mon petit pousse. Oh, also, she said friends is too long. It doesn't fit because they only give you 15. Good, Pat. That makes me even okay, happier. Okay, so friends. So all of you out there, I'm not egotistic like this one next to me. Also, uh, hang on. No, B, B Claudia from Germany's in the chat room. What's up, B? Always lovely, always wonderful, always kind and sweet and dear and writes the most delicious things on Facebook. And I mean, I love her. I would love to meet you one day and give you a big hug. Somebody said you have to accept them on Facebook, but I'm not sure who it is. Chad, oh, they're wait, having wait, trouble wait, logging wait. in with Facebook. Like, is there something wrong with the chat wait, room wait, app? Wait, who wants I have no clue about on. that. Uh, say that again, Chad? I have no clue about that. Okay, I don't know, you guys. Sorry why you can't log in via the Facebook app. Everybody's saying they can't log in, log in through it, so I don't know who that is who said that you haven't accepted them on Facebook, but I'll look at your request. Well, listen, I'll I, be able to figure I it out. I just put about 40 people on. The other day, I went through my list, and I added 40 new people to my uh, Facebook page. If I oversighted you, which I doubt, or if you're having trouble, please message me, instant message me, and I will immediately friend you as a friend. There you go. I appreciate I think that's Goddess who said she's good and she's in a good place always, and somebody else says thank you, Ron, but I don't know who it is since I don't know. They just say user chat, user Vegu, user this, user that. But Goddess, you didn't answer my question. Are you still with the guy, the same guy for like 100 years? Answer I think me, that's honey. Goddess. She says, I love you too, Ron, but I'm not I sure. I love Goddess, but she's not loving me lately. She doesn't write me. She just ignores me. I don't think she's going to something. I can always tell when B writes something because B like, has a way of writing. She writes, thank you so very much, Ron and Jimmy. And I know that that's B. Even though it doesn't say B, yeah, I know that well, that's B. Know, there, <laughs> there are just some people on this planet that are exceptionally wonderful with kind hearts. And they don't mind saying what they feel. Oh, that's Hannah Clive who says that you have to add her on Facebook. Hannah, what's the problem? <laughs> you're probably there already, you dizzy queen. She wouldn't be saying that. If <laughs> Hannah, you're probably there as a friend already. I know you for thousands of years. <laughs> I'll I, check Hannah. I'll, I will check Hannah and instantly put you in. I'm sorry about that. How the hell could that have happened? You sure you didn't get kicked out? <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. Facebook does what the fuck it wants, you know. Excuse me, it makes me curse. Yeah, that's I hate Facebook. It causes me to say dirty words. But Facebook is just turning around and becoming like Hitler. It does what it wants. It, I, I mean, I write things. It doesn't publish it because they don't like if I say bad about them, the poor things. Oh, well. So what's up? Um, um, so, Chad, how's our? does it look like our first guest is online? Hold on. Let me take a peek right here. Okay. We don't have our... Yeah, I think everybody's online. Jim and okay. I are debating whether we should have a boom or lavaliers and that's the reason why we're holding the mics also because um, they're super expensive i probably, I'd probably oh, yeah, tried also, the clip-ons first they're a lot of money chad like 130 bucks a person that's like 260 dollars <laughs> plus tax. what you're holding <laughs> in your hands probably about 110 dollars isn't it yeah probably i know these pieces of we crap. just had them for such a long they time sound good. My, my, mine is my mic that i used to use 100 years ago in my show no these it's are not, new no. They're not mine. These are the new ones. Yeah. Where, where's my mic? My mic was know. good. I paid about sixty bucks for it a hundred years ago. That was a lot of money. That's probably a five hundred dollar mic today. Start <laughs> selling them orange cups, and you can buy a couple lavalier mics. I know we're working on. We've been looking. We've actually been looking. Orange Cheers. cups. Well, you know, I can't find them, and I really hate to sell them. I mean, that's kind of cheesy. What? It's you great. Know. 
Yeah, I know, but I'd rather if somebody sent me a million dollars that's watching our show <sighs> and we could finish the studio with a So here's what we're going to do, Chad. Let's, we're going to call our first guest. While we're calling him, let's play a song. All right. How about we'll play Narrow Plains I Should Have Known? Do you have that one? Yep. Who, did, sure who sang All right, everybody. Wait, so, wait, wait, who? By who? 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 What? Narrow Plains by Who? Narrow Plains is the name of the band. The name of the song is I Should Have Known, and it's a song we're going to play while calling our first guest, Will Crudson. Oh, I never heard this song. It's a new one. All right, everybody. Check it out. Here's Narrow Plains. I Should Have Known. And when we come back, we'll be with our guest, Will Crudson. See you in a sec. Somewhere no one knows In my ears beating All these doubts they show And if you tell me Oh, you think I should be Yeah, I would know Oh, no, no
you go, Jimbo. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, one of the most celebrated and well-known and most popular guitarists in the music industry today, Yay! the fabulously talented Mr. Will Crutzen. Hello and welcome to the show. Hi. Yeah. How'd you like that intro? That was quite that was an nice. intro. Oh, actually, though, yeah. it's all true, dude. Like, I, I actually Googled you today. Besides the little teeny bio that you gave me that tells you almost nothing, you yeah. know, uh, and then I Googled you, and your Wikipedia page is very impressive, and I took all kinds of notes because you're way too – I'm not modest, and you're, I'm not going to – I'm going to let you be modest, and I'm going to brag for you that you're like a badass fucking guitarist, dude, and, like, I, I think your career has been stellar so far. And we're going to talk about your career and your new album that's coming out. But you've really got some mad. And also, Jimmy's a firm believer that when we were kids, bullshit makes the flowers grow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. No, okay, no, so. Only kidding, only teasing. Listen, you guys. No, 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 here's the thing. Okay, so you guys, first of all. Uh, Will has actually he's like in a million bands and I had to look all these bands up by the way because I wasn't sure of some of them but right now he, he's in a band he is Scant Regard you guys their website is scantregard.com he's got a new album when's the new album coming out it's called uh, Skipping Over Damaged Area when's it actually coming out right it's out this Monday actually um, and Scant Regard is my solo thing it's just literally just me so it's like a, a kind of pseudonym but um, that I go under we're yeah, gonna actually play songs. We're gonna play songs from that in a minute. But okay. you're also you're you're the lead guitarist in Adamant's band. You're in a band called The Selector, which we probably saw you then. Were you here when he played in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania? Were you on tour uh, with him uh, last year? When, oh yeah, if it was last year, I would have done that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we would have been because we, we were there. Met, we would have met you. We saw Adam. Uh, the Glam Skanks opened up for oh, you. Oh yeah, Adam. Yeah, sorry, I thought you were talking about Selector. Yes. I've, oh no, no, Adam. With Adam, Adam I'm sorry. No, yes. Yeah, Adam all year, yeah. So I would have been there, absolutely. You belong on our show. You're confused. I love it. <laughs> yeah. It's not my job to be confused as Nigel. Sorry. Yeah. It's fine. yeah. So then you're in a band called The Selector. You're in a band called yeah. Rachel Stamp. And Rachel Stamp, I looked up. Rachel Stamp is one badass band. Like, I watched all the music videos. Uh, it's a great band. You guys look terrific. Um, and I really, really enjoyed it a lot. And in Rachel Stamp, you guys played with Iggy Popcorn, No Doubt, The Tubes, Cheap Trick. I mean, all kinds. Of, I mean, these are like not like little bands. These are like A-list, you know, yeah. superstar bands. So you've really done a lot with that. You're also in a band named She Made Me Do It. Oh, that's how'd you right. come up with how'd you come up with that name? Uh, because uh, basically, it's kind of um, tongue in cheek. I like the, that. She made me singer, do it. Uh, Tongue in cheek. I think I'll let him answer. A, a big collaboration with the female singer who also plays keyboards in Rachel Stamp, but she's uh, Shahina. She she's a singer, and um, we just thought it was funny. We just thought people would remember the name as well. You know, it's quite absolutely. Kind of What's Adam Ant like? Give us some inside dirt on Adam. Uh, well, he's. I mean, you've seen him on stage. Uh, he's he's still amazing. Yeah, people, uh, are a person from stage. Yeah, yeah. So um, the opposite. No. People are usually. Adam is very outgoing on stage and quite yeah. a big star. In private life, I bet he's very quiet and introverted because most stars are. Absolutely, yeah. That's it's very different off stage. Um, is, he he, still he, is he still heartbroken because Eileen Shapiro refused to marry him? 
Oh, well, obviously, yeah. I mean, that's just the like, bane of his life. No. He, was begging, he was begging Eileen to marry him, and she said, get away, get away, get away. I'm going to yeah, right. marry Bing Crosby. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. By the way, which we met Will through Eileen. That's how he came on the show. Oh, so you know Eileen Big yeah, Tits. I mean, that, Eileen yeah. Big Tits. Eileen Big Tits. Of course he knows Eileen. You know the yeah. girls, too. You see the girls all the time. You can't miss them. You see Eileen. Here she comes. I see the girls coming before I see Eileen. He's talking about her tits when he says the girls. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. You're, you're positive they're female, yeah? Yeah. No, really? When, when Eileen walks... <laughs> you're positive they're female. <laughs> when Eileen walks towards you, you see, them, you see them before her. Have you, You've met Eileen in person, though, right? I have, yeah, a few times. Okay, yeah. good. That's isn't, good. She the, isn't she the best? We love and adore her. Right, yeah. Amazing. She's like my sweetest, dearest friend in New York. I love her. I love her. Oh, actually, uh, we want to say hi to Aaron Paul's in the chat room because he said he was at that show with us when we saw Adam Ann in Pennsylvania. Oh, so she so. came into the show, the little tramp. Pool, pool. So hold on. So, okay, oh, wait, 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 wait. I got to talk to Aaron. No, no, uh, that's after the interview. You don't talk to Aaron in the middle of his <laughs> yeah, interview. Yeah, I do because he's going to be interested in what I have to say. Okay. If Aaron came... No, not really. I mean, <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, you bitch. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> okay, forget it. So also then, you also, because uh, I took this now, this might be some of this, I only wrote down the bands that I like really know, but also you play guitar for the following, and I took this off of your Wikipedia page. Bow Wow Wow, Malcolm McLaren, Tom Jones. Who Malcolm McLaren. Tom oh. Jones is like my absolute fucking favorite. No, Malcolm. Brian Ferry, Celine Dion. We don't really like her that much. No. And Brian and Billy Bragg. Like you are like so you're like really like you're like rock star royalty. Oh like, wait, hold it. Go back to Clarence. Malcolm oh, I McLaren. love I love him. He died, didn't he? Malcolm. He did. Um, about eight years ago, he died. Yeah. He did die. Oh, yeah. I used to love his album Fans. F A N S. Remember? And All his. Right. Opera song that was in it that he did. Ooh, the Chinese thing was gorgeous. Let's talk yeah. about it. What was what was he like? Uh, he was great. I mean, that was literally. I was about nineteen when I worked with him, and it was just for one track, which was. I don't know if you remember. There was a Carry On film called Carry On Columbus. Yeah, kind of, I, I like love all the Carry Ons I watched. Yeah, it's probably the last one they made, and they they kind of um, got Malcolm to do the the soundtrack, and um, he needed some guitar on it. Uh, so I did it and, um, I couldn't tell if he was impressed or not. You know, he kind of, he, he almost dismissed me from the studio, um, <laughs> but really? he, he ended up using everything I'd recorded. So I take that as a compliment. Absolutely. It was so hard was to kind kind of engage of, and cause I was so young and it was the he first was kind session. of a prima donna then, right? You don't look a lot older yeah. than 19 now though. Well, yeah, it was only a couple of years ago. Yeah. Oh no! But yeah, no, what, 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 what was Tom Jones like? Did you ever see him put the dish rag in his pants? <clears throat> the uh, fold no, that he uh, rolled up. <clears throat> no, he was in his cotton wool period when I worked with him, actually. Oh, because that's the standard. <laughs> that was yeah. the joke in Las Vegas that he rolled up a face towel and put it in his pants. Okay, well I didn't notice that myself. I was I was more engaged with playing my guitar, but no, he was he was great to work with. Um, <laughs> did a lot of TV. You got, you, I sweated <laughs> you out in that one. <laughs> it's funny because I saw Tom Jones in Vegas many years ago. It had to be 15 years ago or something in Vegas. And like all the ladies were throwing their panties and bras up on the stage. And 
And yeah. they, 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 it was just they, awesome. They, they re, that was not for real, by the way. That was done deliberately by special people that he had given money to to do that. It was all PR. Nobody threw their. He's pay. like the biggest star in the war in the in England. Who, He's like such a huge. Tom star, Jones. I couldn't stomach him. Couldn't stand I looking at him. him. He was a conceited. Uh, He's a judge on The Voice. I love him. I don't care. He's got an attitude. <laughs> he thinks he's gorgeous, and he had a bad skin pock mark. It reminded me of Richard Burton, another ugly thing. Uh, you know, so I never liked Tom Jones. Well, so hang- maybe, huh? maybe it's to do with being Welsh. They're both Welsh. You know, Richard Burton. Both yeah, Welsh. Welsh, they have bad skin because the coal from the mines, it goes in their yeah, pores their face let me ask you a question being a musician because like i said i like i I watch tom i watch the voice uh the uk version of the voice and x factor and all that stuff i have to watch it like in replays on youtube but being like a real musician and not like a karaoke musician do you ever watch any of those shows well i don't have a tv so um on purpose so i kind of avoid all this kind of stuff but i see occasional little clips of it and um it's normally the most outrageous things that get put on youtube isn't it so um, yeah but I don't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even know who's presenting it these days. It's why don't Why don't you have a TV? Because I don't. I just don't have time. Because you've seen how many bands I'm in. Yes. <laughs> and I don't. I never have the urge. Even if I'm in a hotel, I never have the urge to put a TV on because because I'm not not used to having one anymore. So. Oh my gosh! Yeah. That's have like all these like groupies chasing you around for sex. Uh no. <laughs> no, you blew that. You should. You should have all kinds. Of, uh, well, are you married? Maybe you're married. You're no, married. no. What you do is you get a face towel, roll it up, and put it in your pants, and then you'll have them jumping all over you like they do Tom Jones. Okay. <laughs> He's like, holy shit. <laughs> the only thing what is, if do the washing up, what are you going to use for that? Well, that's what it's all about. You say to the chick, "Listen, I carry my own face rag with me." <laughs> <laughs> so who are some of your musical like influences then that that i mean uh, have you played with most of your musical influences like you have you play in such different kinds of bands and everything like when you were growing up who would be like oh my god i love this band who was like some of your influences growing up uh, well, well i mean adam and the ants was the first band i ever saw so that was a, a massive initial kind of influence um um and i have worked with quite a lot of the people that i admire you know and i kind of make a point to try and force myself on them like I did with Adam uh, to say, look, I'm right for your band because I, I know all your songs, you know. So, um, yeah, Adam was a big one. But then there's a lot of, a lot of electronic stuff I loved in the 80s, like Depeche Mode and yeah, Depeche Mode awesome. and stuff like that. Um, and I kind of like with my scant regard stuff, it kind of crosses over a bit with the electronic stuff that I love, you know, but I try and mix it with my guitar playing, you know. So your scant regard stuff too, though, is very. Um, a lot of it sounds very soundtracky. Like I could see a lot of it being in movies. Like, have you placed any of your songs in any movies? Yeah, no. I mean, I'm trying. I just kind of when I do the tracks, I think of a movie, uh, you know, a movie in my mind's eye, and try and make a, a track out of that. You know, that's got, but that's where it comes from. Absolutely. If anyone wants to use it, then they're very, very you know, they're very welcome. <laughs> Oh, uh, you know what? You need to send me an email to remind me because I have a um, I have a list of all the uh, music supervisors who pick all the music for all the TV shows and all the movies in in the United States, and I'll give oh, you the directory and you can contact them. Uh, it costs a fortune, so don't share it. But I'll give it to you. Right. <laughs> yeah, just type it on here. Yes. Yeah, thank you. 
That's great. Um, so, okay, so Scant Regard, as you, you're coming out with your fifth album, coming out on Monday. It's called Skipping Over Damaged Area because we're going to play a song from it. And I wrote down that the overall theme of the album is apocalyptic destruction and the devolution of the devolution of the planet we live on. Told you he doesn't know anything devolution. I mean, devolution. I don't know. How do you pronounce it? Is it devolution or devolution? Uh, I would say, thinking about the band Devo, I would say it's devolution. Okay, devolution. Yeah. See? But first, you said devolution. Well, I wasn't sure because it's six spelled the same as revolution. Six in his class. Yeah. You know, Florida, the, the, the educational system stinks anyway, but he was six <laughs> yeah, in his class. Right. No, seriously, New York had a wonderful education system. And Florida, they used to say, was Ugh. a lot of people that lived in Florida sent their kids to private schools because <laughs> the schools were so bad. <laughs> six in his class. He's just picking on me. Six in my class out of 30 something thousand students. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you have this album, and I and, hey Chad, can you get the song that I sent you ready? I got it ready. All right, so here's what I did. Here's Wait, what I, I did. I want to ask him one question. Okay, did you ever think of doing a solo guitar uh, album of just guitar music? You know, it's been done, and I love it. There's a, there's an album you should get that Johnny Mantis sings. It's Open Fire with two guitars. It's just two guitars, and the music is un. Believable. Actually, hold on. Ask. Have you heard of Johnny Mathis? Do you know who Johnny Mathis is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Listen to the music. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In fact, a a famous rock and roll group, I forgot the name, wrote one of the songs for it. Uh, uh, Open fire with two guitars, standing, sitting by an open fire, watching flames as they grow higher. That one, I forgot the name. That one is brilliant, but the guitar playing is oh, it's. I forgot who the guitarists were, but they were very world famous at the time. I, I have to tell you too, Will. You'll love, you'll love the album. In in the chat room, they're going crazy. They say they want to go out with you. They love the way you look. They love your music. Whoa, I want to hey. party with him. Like uh, this guy is awesome. Whoa. I'm just reading the chat room. They all freaking like love you uh, in, in the chat room. So if you want groupies, we could probably work right. it out. Now, if you really want them to go crazy, stand up, pull down your pants, show them your penis. <laughs> show them no, your penis, no, just, and I then do, they'll, they'll yeah, really go after face, you. Face rag, then, wouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> so hold on. So you have a new song. First of all, you have the new album. It's called Skipping Over Damaged Area, and yeah. I like. I actually like the song Fuck Everything, but we're not playing it because I was afraid the station would get mad since it says fuck everything a bunch. Uh, I thought that the owner of the station and iHeartRadio might not like it, so we're not going to play it, but I'm going to tell everybody uh, that know, they have to download the song when it comes out because it's really cool. And the song that I... That's right. <laughs> but the song that I picked that I really liked a lot is Car Crash on Pluto. Oh, um, yes. So, so that's the song I've decided that we're going to play for everybody. And Chad's got it. So how about if you do this? You say who you are and then and the name of the band and everything and introduce the song for us, and then we're going to play it for everybody to hear. Okay, sure. Um, my name is Will Crudson from Scant Regard, and this is Car Crash on Pluto. Perfecto. Now he's going to play
All right, Jimbo, there you go. All right, everybody, so that was Will Crutzen, and, and he is known as Scant Regard, and the name of the song was Car Car Crash on Pluto, and that was a world exclusive, you guys, off the brand new album, Skipping Over Damaged Area. It's coming out on Monday. And if you're in the UK, he's playing Friday night at the Hope and Anchor. Where is that? What what town is that in? That's in London. It's in Islington, uh, North London. So there you go. So Friday night, you guys go see Scant Regard. Do you, do you like to go by? You go by Scant Regard, or do you go by your name? Are you go by Scant Regard when you're playing yeah. those shows, and your name yeah. on other shows? Uh, I don't. I never go under my name unless I'm playing with someone else. You know, so it's just Scant Regard is the name I go by when I play on my own. Yeah. All right, so everybody go check out Scant Regard, not Will Crudson. <laughs> Friday night at Hope and I'm Anchor like in Islington. I'm like Kraftwerk. I'll just send a robot down there, you know. I would if I could. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> you got to love it. Also, you guys, Scant Regard has a website. You can go to www.scantregard.com, and you can follow uh, Will on Twitter, at Will Crudson. And then what's Scant Regard has a Twitter too, right, at Scant Regard? That's right, yeah. Got at Scam Regard as well, yeah. So you guys follow both of them. And actually, all his bands have the Selector, Rachel Stamp. I think they all have Twitter. So look them all up, follow all of them, and see what's going on with him. All right, so you got any weird questions you want to ask him? Yeah, when are you marrying this girl you're going out with for such a long time? <laughs> if I were a father, I'd kick your ass right out of the house and tell you, if you go near my daughter, I'll cut your balls off. Because to take, take wow. the youth away from a beautiful girl is sinful. And how long have you been going out with them? Oh, about, I think about 18 years. Oh, well, wait, I cut, <laughs> your, I cut your throat. 18 years? They're married anyway. Oh, come on. <laughs> Give that poor girl a name. What the fuck is wrong with you? I he mean, 18 years? Nobody's going to want her anymore. After you get through with her and you go on to some tomato with fake tits and bleach blonde He's not hair. going with anywhere. He's no, 18 years. Sleazy, that's married. When you marry some sleazy pole dancing slut, that's what they always do. The good girls get dumped. They wait 18 years for the man. Then they get dumped and the guy marries some chick with rubber balls, rubber balloon tits, swinging from a pole in a cheesy bar with dollar bills up a clip. The that's what What? Okay. <clears throat> now listen. Yeah, she's a she nice girl. Shut up. I'm upset. She's a nice girl. Of course she is. Yeah. He wouldn't be for 18 and you're, years. Wait a minute, and you're in love with her? Oh, yeah. Oh, marry Does her. she go on tour with you? No, she, she sings in uh, She Made Me Do It. She's the same. Oh, she's in one of your yeah. bands, so you work yeah, with yeah. her, too. Oh, the yeah. poor thing. She's even a slave. <laughs> <laughs> she made oh. me do it. Listen to the she made <laughs> That's the name of the t the group is she I'm made me do it and she's in the band. <laughs> I, I only hope she castrates you one day. <laughs> no, seriously. I really believe in marriage. I married this creature next to me. Oh, excellent. Know, I don't know why I married him. I must have had a moment, you know. It was an LSD flashback moment. <laughs> That's ter that was terrible. Okay, so let's do bucket list. So now you yes. played you played with all these like cool bands. Now if Scant Regard was going on a world tour and you could play with any other artists on the planet, like uh, try and pick somebody you haven't already played with because that doesn't make it any fun. Who would Scant Regard like to go on tour with? Uh, I'd love to play with Depeche Mode. I'd love to play probably with I'd love to play with Trent Reznor or someone like that. You know, someone that's really, you know, 
That was totally going to be my pick. I, in my head, I was like, yeah. I think Trent Reznor or Depeche Mode. So you answered both the two. I love, uh, especially early Depeche Mode, like the, when I was in college in like the mid 80s, where they did like People Are People and Blasphemous Rumors and all that stuff. I love that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Back in the day, I, I thought Depeche Mode. And I saw them in concert with New Order and they were awesome. Yeah, still great now. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Did you like New Order? I love New Order. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love New Order. <laughs> And the okay, and then as did you ever hear? Did you ever hear Lawrence Welk? <laughs> I bet he doesn't even know who Lawrence Welk did is. You ever hear Lawrence, Lawrence uh, Welk was this old guy that used to play on television every week, and it was like umpapa music, umpapa, umpapa, umpapa. I mean, really crappy, old, shitty, boring stuff, and people loved him, and the women used to go crazy over Lawrence Welk. He's like a joke in the music business. <clears throat> but it, it was, was like symphony music or something. Like, not no, symphony, it was, but like it was big like band music, music from, orchestra. The, from the century. Orchestra music. That's it. Thanks, Chad. No, Chad. It, was, it was music from the turn of the century. Big band, oh, yeah. Santa, don't you cry for me. Big I band. Come from Alabama with a No, they, he didn't do my, that. Yes, they did. They did all that hokey shit. Lawrence Welk was on before Hee Haw when I was little. <laughs> my mother loved Lawrence Welk. <laughs> He doesn't. He's like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? I have no idea what the fuck. He doesn't watch he doesn't TV have in the TV, first right. place. He's no. not going to know some anyway, TV show from 50 years ago no, when he's only like but, 20 years old. The, the Brits, the Brits won't get it, but the Americans will. Okay. So we got we got to let the Americans in on something here. It just can't be an all Brit show. You know? Do you come? Do you come to America? Uh, like as scant regard, have you been to America playing anywhere as scant regard yet? Yeah, I actually played a couple of gigs. Last year in LA uh, with with Glam Skanks, one of them. Oh yes, had them on. Uh, they were great. They're always great. And um, so yeah, I did. And I've done that. Um, I did LA a few years ago. Actually, the first gig I ever played was in LA because I didn't want my friends to know I was doing this new solo thing. And I thought, well, I'll do it somewhere else, and I did it. That way, yeah. in case it sucked, you wouldn't have had to worry about it. But luckily, that it was it was good, and you're five albums into it. So. Yeah, but L.A. was a bad choice, because that's a big-mouth town. I know, but not with his friends, because his friends are in the U.K. <laughs> it doesn't matter. L.A. Brick, you know, gets it out there. If you stink in L.A., it's like New York. If you bomb in New York, you've bombed the whole world. The word gets around. We love the Glam Skanks, though. We've actually oh, had, we've had them on like love, two or three times we've had them on. I love, love, love them. I love my drummer. Yeah, the drummer's badass. I love the drummer. She's incredible. She's fabulous. She's beautiful. She's sweet, and she's a gay girl, and she's so gorgeous. And if I were a gay woman, I would wrap my legs around her face. She's so beautiful. <laughs> wrap my legs wow. around her face. She is so beautiful, and I love her so much. You she's gotta like love it. All the you know who's yeah, nice? Yeah, she's a great drummer. And the ga the Glam Skanks' parents, what's her name? The mother and father, Dolls. Did you ever meet them? Oh, V's parents? The guitarists? Yeah, the guitarists. Yeah, 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 Aren't yeah, they sweetie guys? They're really lovely people. Oh, you're talking about the yeah. singer, which I think they got rid of her now. I think so she's not there anymore. Why? Didn't the Glam Skanks have a new I mean, singer? The singer's parents used to come over to the UK and see them and stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. Yes. Yeah. They're fabulous. Everybody out there, oh, if they're playing with the Glam Skanks, go see them. They're great. How come they're not like super famous like Adam Ant? They should be as good well, as Adam, Adam Ant's Ant. been around for 40 years or something. I know. Well, you know, it's time to leave Adam and let's get the get Glamour Skanks a chance. <laughs> My father used to say that all the time. He'd watch television and he'd see people like Jack Benny or, or George Burns. These are very old actors. And my father would say, die already. Make room for a young one, you old bags. How much do you want to be there 
<laughs> and I thought that was so cynical. <laughs> so wait, were you were you born in the eighties? Were you like listening to music in the eighties? Because you don't look very old. But if you had a girlfriend for eighteen years, you have to be at least in your like mid to late thirties. Well, it could have been like you know, ch child love. No, I'm no no because like no literally, I was on YouTube last night like looking at like all the new like the the new romantics like artists to see who we could invite on the show like ABC and Go West and Spandau Ballet and. And uh, I even invited Dexy's Midnight Runner, the ones who sing Come On Eileen, because I thought we could have them come on and have Eileen come on at the same time. I, mean, I think that, that's, you know, I, told, I told Eileen to send that song to Sam, Sam, Sam Stevens. You know okay. who Stan, Sam Stevens No, she doesn't. He doesn't know. He might not you know don't Sam. Know Do you know the, Sam, Eileen? The latest gossip you don't know? Oh my dear! Listen up, Eileen and Sam Stevens got a thing going there. Oh, uh, you're gonna see, you're gonna meet Sam oh, Friday night because if Eileen's coming to the show, I guarantee Sam will be with her. So you'll get I, I to see him. I thought he was performing somewhere. He is performing, but not with, not with Will, not with no, not with Scant Regard. Sorry, I don't want to mess up the names. Is he on the, the same bill? No. Oh, Sam's not working that night. Anyway, <laughs> that that's Eileen's. Heartthrob Adam, she's over with Adam. He's playing at Mau Mau. He's playing at like Mau Mau in a couple of places while yeah. Irene's there. But she's done with Adam, oh. and she's gone on to Sam Stevens. And we sent him the music. Come on, Eileen. <laughs> what are you gonna do? You gotta like love it. We played it a couple of weeks ago. I am such a nasty devil. <laughs> I really am. That's right. You know, you're I a never pig. grew up. I used to be this way when I was seventeen. I never grew up. All right. So what? What other shows? Or what other things you want to like promote real quick while we got you on? You got uh, any other shows coming up? Yeah, I've got a few. I've got. Um, I'm playing with a Depeche Mode tribute band, which is the nearest I can get to playing with Depeche Mode. Okay. And and that's at um, the Underworld on May the fifteenth, and they're called Strange Love. They're actually based in LA, and they're coming over. Called Strange Love. Um, I'm playing with the Glam Skanks on June the tenth. Um, we love them. Please send kisses from me to all of them. Yeah, we love Tell them. Tell them Ron Russell says yeah, yeah. Big, big juicy kisses. Absolutely. So I'm playing with them June the tenth, Lexington. Another band called Tokyo Taboo, who look really fun and exciting. So I'm looking forward to seeing them. And I'm playing the Subterranea on May the 7th, which is West London for this Portobello Live Festival. And with She Made Me Do It, I'm playing 2nd of June at the Electra Works in London. All these are in London, really. They're making a oh, ton no, of... No, no, sorry. I've got, I've got one in... Sorry. I've got one in St. Albans, May the 6th, with a brilliant band called The Tuesday Club. So, yeah. I have a question, well, though. Well, I mean, you're, you're making a lot of money. You can afford a wedding. No, I'm not making any money. <laughs> well, I'm not. Honest. Musicians don't make a lot of money. Nah, it's all. No one buys music anymore. That's the problem. You're right. That is a problem. What do you think of that? Like, what do you think of the whole streaming plaza from a, being a well-known musician? Like, what do you think of like Spotify? Like, I read this thing that like. Uh, fifteen on Spotify, your song has to get fifteen thousand streams for it to equal to one download. I mean, that doesn't seem fair. <laughs> nah, it's kind of. I mean, if you're in my position, I'm still trying to break my own stuff through, and it's great. You know, people can have access to your music quite easily now. So, I mean, to me, it's all about playing live any anyway. And if you can get people to come see you live from them, being that's how you make money. One of, way. Stevie, then, uh, Nick, I, I believe it was Stevie Nicks. That said, the reason for vinyl now is the, the, the style of having vinyl records is that you have to buy them. Right. You, can't, you can't steal them. Yeah. So if, if you want Stevie Nicks on vinyl, you have to buy her album. And they're like 20 bucks or more. So finally, so put your work on vinyl. Screw the other ones. 
Yeah. It's very expensive to do that, though. It is quite expensive to do vinyl these days, yeah. But, um, no, I still like CDs, really. They're easy to send out to people. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I think it's too bad, but you know what, too? Nowadays, well, I don't know about in the UK. Like, I drive a Jeep. I don't even know if they have Jeeps in the UK, but yeah. but I, I, dri I drive a Jeep and it's two years old and we don't even, it doesn't even come with a CD player. It only comes with a thing to plug in your phone for music or your iPod or, or something like that. But we can't even, I can't even play a CD in my car. You know, I have yeah. to put it, I have to put it on my computer and then put it in my iTunes library for me to be able to play it in my car, or which I think is projected up. in my car because I drive a vintage 04 Audi TT Roadster in bright yellow convertible. <laughs> I do nice. like it. So when we blast my music, which would probably be Johnny Mantis singing, <laughs> It's wonderful, wonderful, oh, so wonderful, my love. People turn around and they look and they give me the high you know, sign. Because my music is wonderful well, music. Yeah, right. My music, the lyrics are beautiful. Women are beautiful. Yeah. Love is beautiful. Today, women are bitches. Beat them, smack them, shoot them, kill them, stab them, and then that's only hip hop. And then dump them. <laughs> there are no more lyrics in music that are romantic. You know, the very few songs you can sit like your music. What is it? Kill somebody in Pluto, run them over, or something. What is it? Drive over them in Pluto. His album. Oh, no, his song is skipping oh, over damaged area, and the name of the song was Car Crash on Pluto. Okay, Car Crash on Pluto. Is that like you and your girlfriend are in a car and the crash? It's electronic music. You didn't listen to it. I can't hear it. Chad, Chad doesn't send it to us. I'm going to play it. Now it's Chad's fault. No, I'm going to I'm going to hear it and All talk blame. about it. Next but it's week. electronic music, so his music is. Different. I love electronic. music. I know he will love you it. Actually, know that. I love club music. I love and adore club music. So I know I'm going to love your music, and I know I'm going to love your guitar without even hearing well, it. Well, his guitar's not in his electronic music because it's electronic music. Well, you're doing electronic <laughs> guitar. It, there is guitar on it. There's a lot of guitar on it as well. Yeah, see, Jimmy, you know your ass from your elbow. Six in his class, really. <laughs> but, I mean, I wish they would go back to some romantic ballad. You know, like soul music years ago when black people would uh. sing all those gorgeous, sexy, beautiful. Uh, I can't think of one performer, and I love them all. Oh, Patti LaBelle, for an example. I mean, you know. I mean, right. Wait, wait. Do you listen to any R&B music coming out of the UK ever? Um, not. Not new stuff, really. I, don't, I wouldn't really know any new stuff. R and B. I kind of like. I'm stuck in. I'm stuck in the eighties, really. If I like, I love cameo and stuff like that, and Prince and yes, you know, all that stuff. More, what more do you than, think? What do you think of Roger Daltrey's return to the the world? He's appearing all over the place. Concerts. He had a big television show the other night here in America, and he did all the music that he did in the movie. Uh, Tommy. Tommy. Oh, okay. Well, that's, cool. is, that's old music, and and you got to see the people in the audience, thousands of them going crazy and screaming yeah. and yelling from such old music. That's great. I mean, if he's still got it, if he can still get out there and do it, he should be doing it because that's no, what he does best. He's an old man he's better, now. Uh, better than the trout farming he does. That's why I like Martin Fry, though. I like him on ABC. I like watched a lot of their videos. But real quick, there's a singer who followed you on Twitter. Her name's Hannah Clive. She's in the UK. She says, right. get in touch with her after the show, so follow her after the show so you can tweet with her. Um, she's okay. super cool. She's been on the show a bunch of times, and yeah. she also works with a band called I Am Warface. Yeah, we like I think, her. But we like right. her. She's cool. We like her a lot. 
So here's what we got, everybody. This is Will Crutzen, who's also known as Scant Regard, who's also in Adam Ant's band, The Selector, Rachel Stamp, She Made Me Do It. He's played with all kinds of millions of super great bands. His new album is Skipping Over Damaged Area. It's his fifth album. It's coming out on Monday. Uh, you got to hear the world premiere of Car Crash on Pluto. And if you want to hear a really fun song, it's gotta listen to actually we want you to download the whole album he's an indie artist he needs to make money he makes money if you buy his stuff so buy the yeah, whole don't, album don't, don't be cheesy and steal it um Jesus. so buy the whole album and especially you want to play over and over fuck everything because i loved it i just thought it was great remember one thing his girlfriend is 18 years with him and the poor bitch is waiting to get married so send him money this way he can marry her and buy a little house if he sells a million downloads of a ten dollar album you guys he can finally get married yeah, so let's could, do it he can, he can buy a little attached flat in downtown London. He can have oh, yeah. chi china and silver and a nice teapot to give tea to everybody. You know. I bet he doesn't drink tea. Do you drink tea? No, I just drink coffee all the time. Black coffee. Black coffee. You know, when I when I was in London, listen, when I was in London, because I go quite a lot. When I was there last, I went crazy looking for the ball to put the tea in. They didn't have him anymore. You know, the round, the round ball, you put the tea in. Oh, and you drop yeah, in like the, a strainer, tea strainer. Yeah, with the chain. Yeah. Well, finally, in an antique store, I found one, and I have one. And when I make tea, I put my tea in the ball and drop it in the pot. And I learned all the tricks about the cozy you have to put on the teapot. There's oh, a lot yeah. of tricks to making tea in England. So it's not like, here you get a bag of Lipton's and dump it in the water. Yeah, and it's a big Big, big to do, and I love Actually, all too. the stuff that goes with it, the crumpets. And Hannah, all Hannah Clive said the first tour she did in the USA was with Roger Daltrey, and he was singing the music of The Who with an orchestra. Yeah, well, you know, I was impressed. I mean, he's old, he's got white hair, he's short and dumpy looking, but he's, <laughs> no, I mean, really, but he, well, he used to be a tiny little thin boy, and now he's like. She said he was fit then. Well, he's still fit. He's just short and dumpy. Isn't it? You know, you lose <laughs> you lose that boy body. I when, got that dump too. I no, can't when, when, listen, Roger's my age or very close to my age. He's in his seventies, like I am. He's from my day, and uh, he's hey, was, huh? He's yeah, seventy-seven. I'll be seventy-eight in May. I'll be seventy-eight. Yeah, that's because I let I let a lot of women sit on my face for years. Wow, <laughs> I did, that's and it's very myself. good. Very good for the skin. So let your girlfriend yeah. sit on your face at least two hours a night, and you'll never age. But anyway, uh, Roger, I thought was wonderful, and I loved the music from Tommy. Anyway, especially the slot, the uh, pinball thing, and it was great. Yeah. So yeah, Roger, everybody, go see his concert. He's really good still. All right, everybody. So this is it. Check out scantregard.com. Follow at Will Crutzen and at scantregard on Twitter. We wish you all the luck with it. Have a great time Friday night. Enjoy Eileen. You'll meet Sam. He's a super nice guy living in the UK. We want to thank you for coming on the show. We had a blast. We loved it. Say hi to your girlfriend. We were joking around, but yeah, we wish you all the best with give, her. Give, give my Eileen a big kiss for me. And listen. Yeah. Of course. Girl, really happy. Give her your last name. Croutons. Well, tell you what, if we got married, the last thing she'd want is my name, because you can even pronounce it properly. <laughs> she wouldn't want that. Just say croutons. Everybody knows what croutons <laughs> are. They're in the salad. It's so That's easy. a stooped up, I think. But you anyway, go. you're a delightful person. I'd love to meet you one day over, yeah. over the pond or here. We will yeah. meet. 
because we're all in the same insane business. But anyway, enjoy your lovely girlfriend of eight. She must be something special, boy, to keep you crazy for 18 years. Absolutely. And tell her that I, I wish her the best of luck. And good luck with all the bands, and especially Scant Regard, and she made me do it since she's in yeah. that band. And when you see Adam Ant, be sure to tell him that Eileen has found somebody else. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll make a point. <laughs> he, he missed the boat. <laughs> Thank you, Will. Have a good hey, one. Willie. Take care, Willie. Bye-bye. Not Willie, Will. Will, Willie. I know him well. Now, look, in Brooklyn, we called everybody Billy, Joey, Ronnie, and he's Willie. And he hangs up quick on that one. <laughs> we didn't hang up. We cut him off, you little faggot. They uh, loved him, though. He's a sweet guy with a nice sense of humor. So, Chad, you haven't gotten our next guest? I do now. Okay, good. Yep. No, it's too early, but we'll call her in a minute. What, what, one on top of another, I need to breathe. Right. We'll call her in a minute. We have some No. Too noisy. You know, the air conditioning in the studio now, we have to do something because it makes a hum. I, I can't hear it. It makes a hum. Actually, I can't hear well, it we at don't all. Have, we, we, we don't have we turned it, it off. I turned it off because oh. it was too noisy. But I'm sure that our people love us enough to say, don't roast your nuts off. Put the friggin' air conditioner well, on. We only got 40 minutes we, we to go. We could live with the hum. No, the hum. Actually, we can play it and let Chad hear it and see how bad it is. It's not bad. It's in his mental illness that he hears. No, it's really loud because we did a test Skype and I I could hear it in the background. Mentally ill people hear humming. No, you just don't hear. We'll we'll do a sound check next week with the mics on and see if I can hear it. We'll do it. Okay. Because usually when you have a microphone, it won't pick up. You know, too far away. It'll only pick up close. So we'll do a sound check next week. Yeah, we're okay. probably going to go with the lavaliers. I don't want On you Jimmy's guys to be, be like sweating. I'll, I'll, I'll encrust Jimmy's lavalier in rhinestones and pink stones, so it looks like a big necklace. Well, he's a star. Because so. he, does, he doesn't want to wear the lavalier. It ruins his outfit. What? That's not true. You're supposed to like, I don't hide know it somewhere about. in your outfit. <clears throat> but anyhow. Oh, it ruins you. We'll work wear it out. a wig mic. Wig mic. I so, can put a wig mic in my hair. There you go. So listen up. I used to wear wig mics when I did my drag show. I want to play like a song for everybody. So you guys know like we're big fans. We love Ricky Rebel. He's a really cool guy. And Ricky Ricky. Rebel was in a boy band called No Authority back in the day. Is Ricky in? uh, Is Ricky here? No. Ricky, I love you wherever you are. You but in the so. meantime, you guys, Ricky was in this band called No Authority. It was a boy band. You know, I'm like the boy band authority. I knew every freaking boy pedophile, band Pedophile, ever. pedophile, Nuh-uh. pedophile, no pedophile. 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 I just like boy bands. So this is uh, the song that hit that hit, that they uh, hit big with. It's called Can I Get Your Number? And it's an old video because like, Ricky's like 16 in it or something. And uh, so it's an old video and the quality's not that great, but you can hear the song. And I thought we'd take a quick break, play that, come back. Uh, do a little ad for where you can hear us, and then we'll call our next guest. So here it is, everybody. No Authority, featuring Ricky Rebel, who the used best. to be. Ricky Rebel then, is the best. And then the name of the song is Can I Get Your Number? Enjoy.
There you go. Um, okay, good, you guys. Um, so real quick, you guys, that video was no authority. Can I get your number featuring Ricky Rebel, one of our favorite uh, entertainers on the planet? Yes, Ricky you guys Rebel will like love it. Never be missed. His performances are outrageous. There you go. So now, what you guys? Here's what we're gonna do. We're going to. I have to do a quick commercial. So Rachel, just hang on there for a second. <laughs> cool. I want to tell Rachel. I, when I before I went on Twitter, I went from sixteen hundred fans to twenty two thousand in no wow. time on Twitter. You've got to go on Twitter. Yeah, you got to get on Twitter. You've got to go on. We'll Twitter. talk about that then in a minute. Let me just you'll do, be amazed. Normally, you guys, we call our guests at four fifteen, and so we have four minutes. And I just got to tell everybody where you can hear us every week, and then we're going to come back to our lovely guest, who's looking absolutely gorgeous and fabulous, and she's super talented. So we're coming back to her in a minute, but. Every week, you guys, you can hear the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell on W4CY Radio with the fabulously talented Chad Murphy. And what a pleasure it is. 
<laughs> you can hear us on Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, Monster <laughs> FM Radio in New York, K4HD Radio in LA, Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, Caliber Radio in South Carolina, Society's Basement Radio on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, Audio Boom, Apple TV, Spreaker, and Podbean, and on television, you can see us on Vimeo, Roku, and YouTube. We're oh like my the, God! We're like Man, the breathe, clap breathe. all over. Yeah, well, I was gonna say like flies on shit or something. No, <laughs> we're, we're like the clap all over. Be careful of the clap. Anyway, all right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly beautiful and talented Rachel Alig. Hello and welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. It's so much fun. Before we get started, let me introduce you to everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. What's with all you beautiful girls that have the same smile? The girl we had last week had your smile with your teeth. Another beauty. I only, I, and I said on the show, I have no smile. You don't even see my teeth when I smile. Look. <laughs> I look like shit. I want your mouth and your teeth and your smile. <laughs> Thank you. You could do toothpaste there. (laughs) What'd you say? Say it again for him. Let your teeth shine through. Let your teeth shine through. He doesn't like to do that. (laughs) He's never done that. Anyway, you could do toothpaste commercial. Hold on. So we've also got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, Rachel. Welcome to the show. The boys are right. You are beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. I appreciate it. Good to have you. Yeah, but he's he he just got married. See, so he's looking to cheat already. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. on, he got married a month ago. It's over. Like now, it's time to say you're the beautiful one. <laughs> Shut up. By the Ron. way, too, you know that that when you get a compliment from Ron and I, that it's a true compliment. Oh yeah. Because we're gay and we're married, and yeah. so like so whenever you get a compliment from a gay guy, it's a real compliment because you know they're not trying to get anywhere Poop, with we're you. We're not looking for pussy. We're not looking to get anywhere. We're, we're just, not like, making. Looking, we're not looking for pussy. That's for sure. So we have a chat room full of people, and literally we have the UK, Estonia, Germany, Ireland, um, the United States, Canada. Almost every like country is represented right now. Plus over four and a half million idiots that watch this stupid crappy show. <laughs> I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. In this, wait, wait, con- in this- gotta, I was going to have her say hi to all no, of them. No, no. Who wants to hear her talk? She does. <laughs> In this country, we listen and look at everything. We don't care what it is, what the quality is. It could be garbage, and we love it. But we want you to say hi to everybody in the chat room because every country is tuned in and listening to you yes, right now. And, and they're all to... remarking how gorgeous you yes, are. Yes, and we oh want to know. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Hello, Germany. Hello, Austria. Hello, Austria. There you go. You got to like love it. <laughs> say hello, world. Anyway. So, so listen, you guys. Wait, so... wait, I have to ask her the important question. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Why why are you here and what do you do? <laughs> he knows nothing about you, by the way. I, never, I book all the guests. I never, ever research a guest because I like it to be like I met you for the first time. So I get the most dirt out of you. Well, then it's like a real conversation, right? Well, actually, yeah, right. we are. We're not an interview show like most. We're a conversation show. Like I always say, make believe you're in my kitchen having Entenmann's crumb cake and coffee with me. Oh, my gosh. Entenmann's? I would love that right now. I'm the crumb cake with the white powdered sugar. Like the I wanna, extra thick crumb with the cake. Crust, I want to kill oh. myself. Yes, let's I suicide together. Like 10 years because it would go straight to my ass, but. <laughs> I don't care if it went to my ass. I, maybe I, can make it. <laughs> I wouldn't care. I love Entenmann's crumb cake. It's you know, Fran Drescher, the nanny. Yes. I both love. 
uh, Entenmann's crumb cake. We have that in common. I mean, we had it on our show. You don't like that. Fran was on our show and we talked about it. Mm. <laughs> it's her favorite. <laughs> her favorite too. Dunk you dunk the the Entenmann's into the coffee and put it in your mouth before it falls off and goes in the cup. Oh then yeah. You gotta, you gotta have it a little warm. That's good. All right, now what do you do for a living besides looking beautiful and modeling, I guess? No, actually, uh, modeling is not really uh, my area of expertise. Um, I'm an actress. I do it full-time. I make a living doing it, and I feel very, very fortunate um, that that's the case. I think that that, first of all, I think that's the coolest thing ever because we, we have a lot of uh, up-and-coming actors. Then we have a lot of, like, so huge actors, you know, that everybody knows they support themselves. But I think it's really cool that you're, you work in a lot of independent productions and stuff, and you do well enough to be able to support yourself. Um, and, and you're working with some really, like, a, A-notch names in some of these movies that you've got, that you've just done and you have coming out. Because we're going to talk well, about Act Granny's House in a little bit. And you have Bill Oberst, who was on our show about six months ago. You know, is in, is the lead in that with you? Yeah. And, I mean, he's a like a multiple Emmy well, winning actor. Like yeah. you, I'm an actor for 57 years. Don't scratch your And head. I supported myself as a hairdresser. <laughs> 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 and I'm on this stupid show, and I'm still not making any money. <laughs> so no, I, I have a wonderful record of being the only actor who never got paid and has the longest career of anybody. No, I love it There's though, and out there. and you're also not pigeonholed. Like I, at first, I was because uh, I went through your whole IMDb thing today because okay. I find that a lot of uh, actresses that are uh, that we've had on the show lots of times uh, uh, that you would know, you know, they they're, they're pigeonholed. Like they do a lot of horror, and you've done some horror, but that's not the only thing that you've done. And they get pigeonholed, and then there's scream queens, which is great. You can make a great living at it, but it's very difficult to break out of once you do too much of it. And, and you, I noticed with your career, you know, you've got a little bit of everything in there, and and most of your credits, you're in the top two or three or four people leads in all mall. Because I look at that too. Are you like, you know, are you all at the back of the end of the cre- cast credits, or are you at the <laughs> beginning? And you're at the beginning of the cast credits at almost everything you're in. So congratulations. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I think um, there's a. It requires a concerted effort so that you don't get pigeonholed. And you're right. There are many um, males and females that make a living in that genre. Um, and then, you know, if they if they can become a scream queen. And it's a, it's a good career. Um, I just, I want to do more than that. Um, so I've tried to make an effort about the project, a conscious effort about deciding what I do and what I don't do. And also, you're well-trained. I read in your bio, you know, you've actually studied acting. It's not like you just woke up and said, I'm going to be an actress and then, you know, got in something. You know, you've actually, like, studied your craft. Um, you've make it, made making good choices and good decisions. And even the horror movies that you've done are with, like, at Granny's House. I, I think that's considered a horror movie, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's like a thriller. thriller. Yeah. Kind of falls. But- in that vein but you're you know working with really cool people i know i, I looked at your thing because some a lot of the people that you've uh, done stuff with I, I either know or i've had we've had them on the show you did an, a movie called after school special which i thought looks cute i know it didn't get great reviews but it's got a great cast and i'm gonna watch it as soon as i can find out where to watch it but like we both we know jason london i know eric roberts ron jeremy like you have like like cool people I, that I you've interviewed been in. jason london he and his at that time fiance and he was just the sweetest nicest Best one of my best interviews. He was—he's a great guy. What do you think? Uh, same thing. 
just yeah. kind. Just and he, that's just, always like such a great experience where you go when you see people that have like a really good established yeah. career, and then they're also really nice. It's like, yeah. oh yay, they're still he humble. He was a sweetheart. I he really did I a movie. remember his interview out you, of the thousands I do. I think this one is a horror movie, Feast of Fear, with Clint Howard, but Robert Davi. We had Robert Davi on the right, show. He's another great and uh, guy. he's another like you know super great talent who's we had a great him. diverse career, and he's a singer. He sings Frank Sinatra and stuff. Yeah, he's like really really good. We had a, he has a Davi sings Sinatra album, and we had a blast with him. It was you a know. lot of fun. Did he sing for you guys? We played music off his album because yeah. oh, he sent cool. us his album. Cool. Okay. And, uh, and then you did Last Call at Murray's with John Savage, who's I'm a huge John Savage fan, and uh, and Michael Gross, who's the dad on Family Ties, who we like from all those uh, Tremors right. movies. Yeah, it was you funny. Know? Right after we finished um, that movie, the following year was like the 25th anniversary of Tremor Tremors, and I was like, wow, he's had a 25 year career off of that. Yes. You There's know? like six of five or six of them. We've oh, seen yeah. all of them. And he went to South but, Africa to film the like the sixth one. I was like, whoa, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, but I he was such a toy. Be... Same thing. He was super nice and all and like super professional. Um, and John Savage was very invested. Like he was very present. He didn't. He wasn't on his phone the whole time. He was on the set. He was engaged with everyone and trying to figure out how to make the scenes as best as possible. I love that. Yeah, Tremors I really found to be very interesting, and I'm not one of the a lover of those films, but I've seen every Tremor, <laughs> even the bad, <laughs> even the bad ones, even the bad ones that you know were stupid, but I enjoyed them. I thought it was a very good idea. Of everybody has a fear of the earth and what comes out of the earth. I have to say though, because I'm a horror movie fanatic, like uh, like I actually he, he pronounced uh, when I horror. He pronounced it's it horror. Horror. How do you say horror? Well, like the movie, like the horror movies. Yes, like horror. It's just interesting. The horror versus yes, horror. Yes, horror. Yeah, well, that's what it sounds like when Jimmy says it. He says he loves horror movies. Well, not horror movies. We say horror from New York, but in New York we say horror. No, it's but a horror film. I, I was a celebrity clothing designer for many years, and the way I got into like starting to get celebrity guests was I used to take clothes to the different conventions and introduce myself to the celebrities and give them free clothes so I could take pictures with them wearing my clothes and then ask them to come on. And when we started out, we were just a radio show, and that's how you know Clive Barker and Malcolm McDowell and I met like all these like great you know cool people uh, to get it going. So I'm a I, I'm like a horror movie like addict. I used to host a horror movie review show on YouTube that got like fifty thousand hits a week. Wow. I'm a big fan of a movie, a horror movies, B horror movies, and also the ones that, you know, like we were in one that's just so pathetic you don't even want to like see it. It was so bad. Oh, and, we're not, uh, no, we're not going to talk about it. So like, I love the genre. You know, uh, hang on, wait, wait, let me finish my thought. I I love the genre, um, and I would watch it all the time. And like, and I I like to get cast in them just because it's fun because I can't really act. But I think that as a person who takes it as a serious profession like you, I think it's great to do them. But I also just really love the fact that you're doing so many different things. And you did a movie called Sex and the Single Alien, and like, what's it about? Because he loves alien shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Alien, alien movies are my thing. It was actually a remake. The director decided to remake it. He had made it in like the 80s. And he was this wonderful German man with this big German accent. Um, but he decided to remake it. And it's basically about... <laughs> my husband in this movie gets abducted by aliens. <laughs> and he will no longer have 
sex with me because he wants to have sex with the aliens. Oh, that sucks for you. <laughs> but somehow it, the aliens teach him. He basically he he grows, if you will, and they put, teach him some lesson. And he comes down, and he's a much better uh, husband. And there's more lovemaking. Oh, I love it. Especially if they taught him how to grow. <laughs> In more ways than one. Absolutely. I, I don't think I've ever seen that film, but I've seen something close to it. I love it. With what's his name? Uh, that nice guy that died of pancreatic cancer. What was his name? The, the wonderful from, uh, oh, I, I'm so bad with names, and he's famous as all hell. The young fella. He died too young. Good actor. What was, was he in? Alien film? The Batman guy. What? No, it was about that he was an alien and he came to this planet and he fell in love with the woman who lived in a farm and he would do all kinds of magic things for her. The guy that was in the... the Gary Shandling? No, 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 no. I'll give you... Oh, I like that movie, though. That was a you good movie. That I'm about. Yeah, we like that no, one. No, no, I'll give you his name in a minute. Uh, this is dreadful. Um, he was in the uh, Julie Newmar movie. You know, the drag queens, Julie Newmar. Oh, uh, RuPaul. Oh, uh... Yeah. He played a drag queen. He played a woman, a blonde. Oh. You know who he is. My God, he died of pancreatic. Everybody in the chat room, somebody come on, help me. Somebody look it up, you guys, in the chat help room. Help me. You know who he is. Julie Newmar movie. I don't know. You it's mean like Tu Wong Fu? Tu Wong Fu, Julie Newmar did somebody or whatever. Okay, hang on. And, I'll look it up. And he, he was the, the lead. He's a fabulous actor. Okay, anyway. I Tu Wong Fu. Anyway, go ahead. Keep anyway, going. that movie, it was similar to that. But, you know, there's just so much you could do in writing and film. Everything overlaps something else. Oh, Patrick Swayze he's Patrick talking about. Swayze. Oh, How could I forget Patrick's name? One of the best actors of our time. And we lost him way too soon. I love too, Roadhouse. Way too soon. <laughs> we lost him way too soon. Okay, so you have a new movie. Uh, well, actually, it's not a new movie. It must have just gotten distribution. Yeah. Okay, you have a movie that just got distribution. It's called... It is called At Granny's House, and uh, it's by Les Mahoney. I guess he directed it. I don't know if he wrote it also, but Les Mahoney. But it also stars Bill Oberst, who's a huge star. And tell us a little bit about the film, and then, Chad, you get the trailer ready. We're going to play it for everybody. Oh, yay. Okay. So, um, basically, my character comes in to be a caretaker for a woman, and she uses the home for other purposes. They start to bring in guests. Um, as if kind of like an Airbnb, but like our own version of it. And different things happen based on my needs with these people. Hello. Uh, you're, you're a vampire. No, but she's a fucking evil bitch. You're a hooker. Oh. <laughs> she's like, wait till you see the trailer. She's like an evil bitch. So are you Maybe. a hooker or what are you? Uh, you have to watch the film. Well, we're not going to see it. They never show us. I know. We have. I have a trailer link for it. You can watch. We can watch it's it. It's terrible. <laughs> I, I hate this. We have to have them hook us up somehow so that we could see people's work. Yeah. So here's what you we're going to do. It's funny because you're in a movie called um, At Granny's House. Yes. And I was in a movie with Vincent Price years ago called mm -hmm. At Mummy's House. Oh, the really? Mummy, at Mummy's House. It never made it. It never made it to the screen. It was a shame. It was a pretty good concept. So how about this? Chad, do you have the trailer ready? We do. All right, you introduced the trailer for us, Rachel, and uh, and then just hang on while we play it for everybody. You know who Vincent Price is? Yes. Oh, yes. good. Young She's people? an actress, though. No, Real actresses, people, though, really know they, it. They well, know it. They know I stuff. I just spoke to somebody the other day about Sophia Loren, and the guy was blank. Who? 
I said, you don't know who Sophia Loren is? And he was about 40. I figured, what jail were you in? I know, but he wasn't in, like, great movies. She's, like, she's, she's like uh, accompli- yeah, more I accomplished. Know, but, I mean, who hasn't heard of Sophia Loren? <laughs> anyway, hold on. Go ahead, Rachel. Introduce the film. Okay, everybody. Here's a teaser of At Granny's House. There you Good. Go. It was your agreement, not mine. You need help. Now you've got it. Listen, I really am here to make your life better. Really. We want to take good care of you, right? We'll make a great team. (sighs) Strange, maybe. Perfect. Doubtful. Yes, we are quite notorious here. Two flower. Thank you, ma'am. Very tasty. It's all about bringing people together. Indeed. You gotta be careful with these pills you're taking. What about her? What about her? I'm not going anywhere. Looks good. There you go, Jimbo. All right, everybody. So that's at Granny's house, starring Rachel Alig, who's with us on the line right now. Um, I think the video, uh, the movie looks terrific. Uh, the fact that Bill Oberst is in it is really cool. Um, uh, where do people see it? Is it? It's out now on video on demand. Is it out yet or no? It's about to come out. Yes, um, on iTunes and Amazon Prime. There you go. And it's on. They're out actually now, or it's getting ready to come out. It's getting. It, it is out. It's out now, everybody. So, at oh. Granny's house is available now. You guys on iTunes and Amazon Prime. We have Amazon Prime. We couldn't see it, but I heard the uh, music, and the music is very good. <laughs> it's got a good, you know, sort of a uh, train feeling. You know, moving quickly and suspenseful. Scary, scary music. Yeah, developing music. So the soundtrack sounds good. You I'm sure the like film is it. just as good. We'll have to watch it. Yes, it's on Amazon Prime. We can watch it. Yay! We have that. We, we watch. I watch everything that our guests. You know, I've learned a lot because I come from a different era. As you can see, all my friends behind me, Betty and Davis, Jane Russell, these were buddies of mine. So I came from that era of old Hollywood. Mm. And meet, meeting Jimmy and being on this show, I had to learn all about new people. <laughs> so I'm totally honest. If I don't know who they are, I say I don't know who you are. I mean, I I, I really don't know who they are. I know well, there's a lot now too there's and a lot of people are working actors that aren't necessarily names just because of the saturation of content there's well, shows that's that's all streaming. over the place now is streaming like there's yeah. so many shows yeah, on everything many, there's many. almost it's almost too, too much many. it's it great for much. actors it gives them more opportunities but it's not, almost not too much really not really because years ago a studio selected yeah. 30 or 40 people they they groomed into stardom mm-hmm. and the publicity was great you have to pay for publicity you have to pay for hair you have to pay for makeup you pay for everything to be on screen years ago the studio did that and they made you a star today everybody and their mother wants you know this i resent and i don't give a shit out there if you don't like it or not don't think you're going to be an actor so your friends are going to be jealous or you're going to go to great parties that's not what it's all about you have to be an actor in here not here. 
Your heart and soul has to want you to work, not for the money, not for the fame, but for the work. You want to read the script, become the character, and do a breathtaking job so that people will say you were wonderful because that's the reward. The applause, the, 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 the Jesus, you were great in that film from, from fellow actors. So get over yourselves if you got big tits and you're sexy and you think you're going to bang your way into Hollywood like Marilyn Monroe did and Jane Mansfield. Those days are gone, my dear. Rubber mm. balloon boobs are a dime a dozen. Everybody and their mothers got them. <laughs> also, I should tell you. In so the wait chat a minute. Room. So a big chest will get you nowhere in Hollywood. In the, uh, in the chat room, they're saying you have a lovely, bur bubbly personality. The movie looks creepy. The movie looks scary. They wanted to know if it was Bill Oberst. I don't know what the hell they were when I was like talking about how Bill Oberst is in it, but uh, <laughs> yes, it is. And uh, that the movie looks really creepy, so I think you got to like love it. I think it's going to be hit. And you have one thing in your favor, my sweet. You what? look about 17. <laughs> no, that's good. When you're no, 35. When you're 35 and you could play 22, that gives you a wide range of age. Now, how did you come up with 35? You don't know how old she is. Well, she's not 35, that's for sure. <laughs> she's nowhere near it. <laughs> she's a, she's a girl, yeah. She's maybe 25, 26, if she's even. But she I like the fact that you're not a blonde. We always seem to have a lot of blondes. Um, which is great. I think blonde, blonde is great, but I think yeah, that there's a lot of blondes. There's so many blondes, and yeah, the fact but, that you're a brunette, a gorgeous yeah, brunette a is nice. She's an actress. Tomorrow she That's true. A, she could be blonde in tomorrow. In a blonde wig. I mean, all the actresses today, they change their wig colors because they want to be different characters. Look at the one I love, the beautiful black-haired girl. I love her best when she's a blonde. The beautiful young actress today, fabulous. Big Jennifer. Oh, Jen Jennifer. Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence. I love her. What a beautiful, uh. brilliant what a wonderful actress. You know who he really likes, though? His favorite actress? Huh. Now, nah, what's her name? Michelle Dockery. Do you know who Michelle oh. Dockery is? Michelle oh. Dockery. She was in. She was, oh. she was Lady Mary in the Downton Abbey. Oh, um, yes. And, oh, well, and she has a TV she... show on TNT called Good Behavior, and it is like the best show ever where she plays like a, a, like a hooker, drug addict, thief. Oh, wow. oh, so nothing yeah. like Mary, and it's so and, amazing. And she's got not only an American accent, but a, a New York accent. How she did it, I'll never know. And back behind me is Betty Davis. I'm sure you know who Betty Davis is. Yes. And she, she was a good friend of mine. And I used to talk to her about Betty. You know, you, were you upset about going on stage without makeup and looking old and ugly? She said, I'm an actress. She said, I'm not a glamour girl, like glamour puss, she said, mm -hmm. like the rest of them. She said, you know, they don't last, those glamour pusses, because they're only good when they're young and beautiful. She said, me, when I'm an old bag, she said, I'll still be working. And sure enough, you know, she worked as an old bag. And that's, that's another part of being an actor or an actress is get rid of your vanity. Stop profiling to the camera stop worrying about your lighting is my makeup good am i looking good screw all that shit leave that up to the people who know what they're doing just go out there and do your job learn your lines hit your marks and do the best you can that's my uh feelings about the work I don't you, prefer, you agree yeah i prefer roles that are non-glamorous yeah um, yeah, you get to throw it out the window. It's the it's then you right. that concern is so far diminished. I don't I don't need to worry about do I look good or not because I just my character wouldn't care. So I actually really I love I look for that. And if those characters come up in an audition or something, I don't wear any makeup 
and that has been like a big little a little secret of mine where it requires more of an actor where they it's heavier material or it's um a little more intellectual it's it's more dramatic whatever where it just requires more of an emotional range i never wear makeup and that's i smart them if, if you that's go smart. if you go for a ghostie or an audition and the casting directors look at you and you have a whole different other persona you're showing them you may not be right for the part but if you wear black and no makeup and you go you're just a blank screen and they look at you and they mm-hmm. say she's good for the part all we have to do is put blonde hair on her and big lips and she's perfect you know don't do it for the casting directors that doesn't necessarily work because your idea is not their idea of the character so i find that if i go to a go see i just go as an old man what am i going to do i can't be young (laughs) he's 77 you know so i tell him now thank god they hollywood has to hire men over 75 because of the union they said that it's over 65 no 75 i read the whole article i know but jimmy the whole article they said that we want to hire seniors and seniors seniors, are 65 no but they said 75 in the article i read that they were hiring more 75 year old actors from the vintage years uh, because they have to, because there's a lot of us still alive. That's not we why don't they get tax s- breaks for doing no, it. No, 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 no. Stop being a cynical prick. That's why no. they do it, though. No, no, they don't do it for that reason. They do it because we are the largest group of senior citizens in the history of the world. There are more seniors living today than any other time in history. And we go to the movies, not just the kids. Okay, so what they're doing is they're putting an old bag in a movie with a young superstar. Yeah, like, uh, and that brings in both audiences. They I love finally that got smart. the intern with uh, uh, Robert De Niro and exactly. Ian Hathaway. Oh, no, but no. so, the other one? Millions uh, of movies, up intern, of and maybe it was the internship or something. <clears throat> Tons of movies are doing. Oh, that. well, they did Robert De Niro and Zach Efron too, as, uh, as, as his grandfather or whatever. Yeah, that what was, was a that good one. one? I forgot, but that was a fun movie. But yeah, that's exactly what you're saying. They've got this uh, older star, like huge star, and then this younger star. And they get both generations, and they get both. Absolutely. Of the now I want to talk about something really important. Burt okay. Reynolds. Uh, you know Burt Reynolds, of course. The well, big know. superstar, Burt Reynolds. Yes, he is. Yes. You know who's up there in years, and you know he wears a full wig, and he's old, and he's wrinkled, and whatever. He's in a movie right now that he's going to win the Academy Award for, Best Actor. It's called, the movie's called The Last the last Movie Star. The Last Movie Star or something and like that. And it's about this group of people want to put a, an award together and give it to Burt Reynolds, who used to be a great movie actor. It's not, not for Burt Reynolds. He plays a character. Yeah. Right, right, right. But it, it's, it's very true and, to life, though. It was, and we, we saw it, and I must tell you, Burt Reynolds was, I never, thought, I never thought he could act, tell you the truth. He was just a sexy guy that was wise-ass. <laughs> but his his mean you got to hear him he spoke from his heart his lines when he was talking about who wants me and I'm old and I'm like he absolutely got it everyone out there please go see Adam Rifkin's film yes, that's, I couldn't think. Do you know who Adam Rifkin is the director producer Adam Rifkin you should know him he does one yeah you should films. know him you'd like him he's a cool and guy he'd, and, and he'd makes, like you he'd cast you in something he does he did that movie Detroit Rock City back in the day which oh, made yes, yeah that's his film Adam is and, a fabulous uh, he's got a bunch of really good films he's a fabulous producer anyway go see the last movie star you should see it because you could learn from it if ever one day you know you have to play that sort of a part he didn't play it like Norma Desmond 
you know what I mean? That mm-hmm. Hollywood grandeur. He just played it, sitting in a chair, slumped over, with barely speaking. I mean. So let's do uh, let's do Arthur. This is a thing I like to do with actresses and actors. So let's say you have a bucket list, and any movie that's ever been out in the past, if you could have been the star of that movie, what would it? What movie would that be that you would like to have been in? And then who's your bucket list for actor and actress that you'd love to like work with in a movie that you haven't been able to work with so far? Um. Okay. The movie that I would want to be in. Oh, that's really funny because we talked about it. Um, Girl Interrupted. Oh, okay. There's two. There's I mean, two. You're talking about a part that everybody kills for. I mean, yeah, that's like requires dramatic skills and emotional range, and that's why Angelina Jolie won an Oscar because it was. And what about Winona? Come on, Winona, of course. Yeah, oh, so Winona that, was brilliant. Or my favorite movie, uh, The Deer Hunter. Really? Now nobody's ever said that. Wow. And yeah. I, I didn't care for that film. I, I loved it. Oh. <laughs> I didn't see anything in it that appealed to me. No, not at all. Okay. Yeah, uh, I just, I loved it. Um, I That last shot, I always say like a movie, if I can't remember the end, um, you probably didn't finish your story somehow. Uh, oh, like it didn't come full circle. The end yeah, That's finished, true. Very you true. know, like you don't remember an end to a movie because it probably didn't finish in some way. The last shot in that movie... Hilarious. They're singing. They all start singing um, "God Bless America," and Meryl Streep starts it. And then the camera pulls out super, super, super slow. And I just remember weeping, and it was like so powerful. So that would be the other one. Okay. Um, and then, as far as people that I would like to work with, um, Joaquin Phoenix. Oh my gosh! We don't get too many of those either. Who I knew, I yeah, knew, he, I knew, he knew him really well. Well, oh. Walk was yeah. uh, quite an actor. He's still quite an actor, and yeah, a great I, and a great person uh, as a human being. He's quiet, but he's very caring of the of the planet, of of uh, of everything that that disturbs our planet. Joaquin is is very involved with. Okay, so that's your male. Who's your female? Female. Would be. It would be Meryl Streep. God darn it! No. Everybody always says that. I don't like I that. I know, one. <laughs> but her no. body work is just like her body work. Yeah, but her work is not really that sensational because <laughs> no, really, it isn't. Because he doesn't like her. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't just like. I don't like the way. I don't like the fact he doesn't that, like her politics. That she's in, no, no. I agree with her politics. I just don't like that she's in politics. Actors should keep their mouths shut because they lose a lot of fans. If you're a Republican, don't put the Dems down. Don't put the Dems. Don't put the Repubs down. You just can't do it. You have like on. Nobody knows my political uh, status, and then they never will. You know, I'm a communist, and I vote for Russia and Redism. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just kidding. Just yeah, kidding. you gotta watch it. <laughs> just kidding, folks. The White House will be but here. No, the, no, no, no. Secret <laughs> no, no, Service will be knocking on our door. <laughs> no, um, Meryl Streep does Meryl Streep no matter what. She tries so hard to be in character, but that Meryl Streep personality just comes through because she's so powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you have to be a weak personality to change character. 
Betty Davis also had a problem with that, and she would tell me that. She'd said, I never wanted my co-stars to be strong men, because then if I was playing a demure woman, I would have to be strong like them, and my character as a demure woman wouldn't work. So if I'm a demure woman, I want a man who's sympathetic to my demurity. Is that a word, demurity? I, I don't know. It. You just made it up. <laughs> oh, if that's the word. We make don't up all you, kinds of don't stuff. Don't you love it? Demurity. Oh, my God. That's gorgeous. Anyway, I learned a lot from Bet. you know, listening to her. And she opened up to me because she knew I wasn't out just for Betty Davis, the star. I loved her as a crazy old lady with a dirty mouth. I mean, she and I together said more fucks in one luncheon than anybody ever said in a year. <laughs> I mean, she just loved my, my Brooklyn dirty mouth, and I loved her Boston dirty mouth. Anyway, uh, yeah, so there's a lot of things that she – I wish she would have done a book about how to act and, and how to portray a character and what to look for in your director and your co-star. Mm. I mean, because there's so much if, – like if you work with Angelina Jolie, you're going to have a hard time. A very hard time because the camera's on her. People are going to wait for her. And oh. you have, you know what I mean? When is she coming back on the screen? We love looking at her. So you have to understand that and you have to say, okay, I'm not going to work with Angelina Jolie. I'll work with somebody else who's not quite as beautiful or important. And you have to do that. I know it sounds bitchy, but you don't want the camera on the other person all the time. Like W.C. Fields said, never play with animals or kids because you'll never get on camera. You know? <laughs> Kind of I'll true though. The what about TV true. shows? Do you have any certain TV shows that you are like? Oh my God! Like, what do you watch on TV? Do you watch TV? First of all, I guess should I ask you watch TV? Um, I watch more streaming. Okay, that's what I watch too. I only stream everything which, except for. Yeah, I can't even. I honestly don't even know a network show that I watch. Which. Yeah. Did you see the, the the network show now? I don't even remember the name, but the girl won the Emmy for it. Where she's a comedian. It's like in the. Uh, what? Remember that one with the comedian lady, the girl who's the comedian who's married and her husband wants to be a comic, but then she becomes the comic and she says all kinds of really oh, wild things. Oh, she's another good actress on her oh, way. Oh, I forgot. Up. What's oh, her name? Isn't she, that funny? She's a newie. It's like set in like the fifties or sixties, yeah, I think. She's a new. She one. won the Academy uh, the Emmy Award for Best Actress. Oh, yes. Now she, I forgot the name of it. Isn't that terrible? I the forgot. marvelous Miss Mrs. Miss, Maple or something. No, oh yes, yes, I know what you're talking about. I oh. haven't seen that. That's on my list. You have to see that. Oh, That's really good. My, yeah, there's so much Mitzner. stuff out there. The um, wonderful Mrs. Mitzner or Meisner or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. You'll like it. It's My great. favorite that I of recent is Handmaid's Tale. Okay, I haven't seen that. Is it good? Because oh, I keep seeing gosh. the commercials. It's so amazing. It's so amazing. It's so amazing. I read the book in high school, I believe. And it's still one of my top five favorite books. It's just, it, it's, um, it wins all kinds of awards. Yes. It's exceptional. It's beautifully shot. Uh, the cinematography, the writing, the acting, it's just, it's super powerful and engaging and the unfolding of events of how things happen. It's pretty great. And okay. my, I'm, I have to see that. for some reason I'm dropping the lead actress. She was also in Mad Men. Um, okay, I know who you mean. I'm so bad with names. It's terrible. I, know, I don't know why, but she was just, it's breathtaking. It's breathtaking. Now, yeah, who else is in that? Is the Ho girl from Hollywood my Michelle Dockery's show. Is Ho in Hollywood Inside, and I cannot say who I got it from, but I got it from someone who I know well who was very close to Antonio Banderas. She's very close to him. And the word is that he's doing a brilliant job with Picasso. Which just started last night. We missed it. And we have to watch Picasso, everybody, because I hear Banderas is outrageous in it. Yeah. Totally doing a number. 
I love and that's it. what it, that's the buzz in Hollywood right now among all the Yentas. <clears throat> yep. I gotta yep. see that. Awesome. We'll have to see it. I like well, it. How, would you I like watch to, all would the you superhero like to work stuff. with Antonio Banderas? Yes. If he turns out to be a great actor, because he never was. Mm. He was okay. He was like a pretty boy. And I spoke and with him. saying he's a good actor though. Well, I'm talking to you know who I'm talking to. Yeah, I know. I can't say her name because she wouldn't like it. Maybe mm. she no. Tippy Hedren, who gives a shit? But anyway, remember Tippy Hedren from The Birds? Mm-hmm. She's his mother-in-law. Oh. Yeah, she's she. He's married to Melanie. Do you ever see How to Get Away with Murder? Y- yes. I love that show. <laughs> yeah. Like I think you would be cool if you were like you could play the the Lauren role. Like if you played the brunette role. Like I could totally see you doing like something uh- like that. And what a stellar cast that show has got! Such anything. a stellar cast. She's got the kind of face that you actually kind of remind me of her, though. A little bit. No, if, if, you, if you make her up, she could be anybody. Absolutely. I mean, she's got that sort of face. Her features are very, very perfectly like the nose, the mouth, the eyes. So you could do anything with them. If you, if a person has a prominent nose, there's just so much you could do uh. with them. You know what I mean? There's just so much. Somebody wrote in the chat room, Rachel Brosnahan. I don't know what that was for, though, so I don't know what that's for. But but hold on, we have because we only have two minutes. So everybody, listen. Wait, just do me a favor. Sweep your hair up, and watch how you change. Oh yeah. Look at the face. Now look at that. Now she's be- look at that beautiful. I love it up. You got an oval. Yeah, like you have an too. oval face. Mm-hmm. Your Big hair part. looks beautiful up. I'd like to see it up and sloppy, all piecey, like a like a la putana, <laughs> hanging all over. No, just stuck up and hanging. No, I have to say that. Just, yeah, yeah, the like a washerwoman, you know, sloppy, just like you got out of bed. Because look yeah, how gorgeous. Oh yeah, see, this is my thing. Oh my God, a different person. Look, now I would cast her as as something else. I think that would like. I, look at you're that. Gonna be, you guys, you guys are going to be seeing Rachel Alligan. Oh, everything. Rachel, she's going to be doing horror. She's going to be doing drama. She's going to be doing comedy. She's going to be doing everything. You have a beautiful, infectious smile, you guys. Yeah. What are you? Uh, so, if people, do you have a Facebook fan page? I do. It's just Rachel Alleg, A L I G, and I'm also on Instagram. Same thing. Rachel Allegan, also Twitter, you guys, which she yeah. doesn't do it much, but she's uh, at Rachel Allegan. I just followed you on Twitter, oh, I think. Right Alec- before the show. Alec- Alec- Alec on Twitter is what oh, I said. Alec on Twitter. <laughs> well, take a breath between the Alec And you guys, you want to go see, you want to see her new film. It's called At Granny's House. It's streaming on iTunes. It's on iTunes. It's on uh, Amazon Prime. She's got a lot of other great stuff, and she's going to have new stuff coming out all the time because she's got 21 upcoming projects listed and on IMDb. Trust me, <laughs> trust me, I've been in the business a long time. This girl's going to be seen a lot. So get used to her name. Absolutely. So listen, what is your last we wanna, name? Wait, what are you? What kind of name is that? What's the ethnic um, background? It's German. So really, the G should be like heavier. Right. Alig. 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 All right. So we got to go, everybody. Rachel, we want to thank you. We want to thank October Coast for setting this interview up. We love you. We think you're fabulous. Congratulations on your and career. See you in Hollywood. And anytime on the you have anything to promote, let us know. We'll bring you back. See you in the movies, honey. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody in the chat room, thanks so much That's for great. tuning in and the, all around the world. Room. Yes, everybody. Uh, Chad, Bye-bye. you're a rock star. Thank you, everybody. See you guys next week. Woo! We got a great show. Have a good one, everybody. Enjoy your weekend. Bye. Always love the clothes of Jimmy. Bitch, punk, yo, what I wanna be?